bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are recapping the week in reality TV. And America is one big reality show right now. Wow. I mean, I don't honestly, I told you, I don't know if it's a full moon uh-huh. or Mercury, Mercury retrograde <laughs> mm-hmm. or what. I mean, I guess I could just Google it. But whatever it is. Some astrological shit is going down, including this construction. Oh, of course. They decided to do some um, stapling. And we forgot to tell you guys last week, (laughs) Julie, we had the the call with with Greggy uh, Garino Mm -hmm. and... Julie opened the window. We planned it. (laughs) Yes. Because we're like, fuck, we got this call with Greg. Yeah, well, you said. You got to yell at those guys. And so we had all these different things. And then finally we just... We just it was crunch time and you just yelled out the window. I opened the window. Luckily, they were they were on this side, on this side. So I could see them. And I yelled out and I said, sir, how much longer are you going to be doing that? (laughs) Are you going to can you can you stop just for 30 minutes? We need 30 minutes. Okay, we're going to record a phone call. Thank you. (laughs) And then he was like, he put a, a handkerchief scarf filled with. Probably joints and snacks. Oh, yeah. Onto the end of a stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And he went hopping on down the street like, yeah. I am taking the rest of the afternoon off. He's that like, building can staple its motherfucking self. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll go for a week. See you later. <laughs> yeah. He was thrilled. He was thrilled. And I said, I bet you there's a policy where they're required to stop if we ask them to. I know. We should just go out there every day and be like, yeah. can you please? Yeah. And also, don't start at 7 a.m. No. But they do. And can't wait to get out of here. It's um, so that's going on. It was the power went out in New York. Right. Um, there was all a thousand earthquakes here before that. <laughs> right. I mean, we've been having weird like good luck with jobs. And that alone should tell everyone the universe is about to fucking end. Yeah. I mean, you know that that's the if, last if that's the that's the hor- four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> right there. If any good news comes down for us. It's like, oh, girl, there was a cockroach on the front of my car driving. Like an emblem. Yeah. Now that's, that is an omen. Stephen Guarino left you a four minute <laughs> butt dial message. With nothing in it. And I'm just like, Stephen Guarino, one of the lustrous stars of Big Gay Sketch Show, uh, he must be dating someone named Julio. I don't know. Or Julian. And all you hear is. Yeah. Or a casting director named Julie is. Right. They're working out a deal or his agent's name's Julie because or they're firing for someone. whatever reason. He's been on the horn with someone with a J to get up to butt dialing. Yeah. You. Yeah. So because that's bizarre. Usually only A's and B's get the butt dial. <laughs> that's you. true. Right. Um, Johnny and I almost got hate crimed in an Uber. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I just so 
the week is weird. The aspects are weird. It's just been, it's a reality show and it's just been something funky is going on. Something funky is going on. It's all weird energy out there. Yeah, just there people is. People are being weird. and I think there is. It's almost like Santa Ana wins. Yeah. Well, Jason Moss, um, one of our Patreon boos, uh-huh. did send me for Julie's <laughs> birthday. Um, he sent me um, the original Madonna's first album, like in vinyl. Gary Delabate oh, would be vinyl is like the proud. best uh, audio that there is. Yeah. Um, the only other like actual vinyl record that I still have from when I was a kid is Prince Purple Rain. I don't have Michael Jackson anymore. I don't have a kill mm. for that Michael Jackson. Ugh. Um, but so Jason Moss sent me Madonna, like um, not like a version, just Madonna, the first one. It's my favorite one, borderline. As I say on the Patreon, if you guys want to join, you guys would get to hear all about weird nostalgia that doesn't matter. It's candy for your ears. <laughs> Tell them how, meow, meow. Listen, everybody. Um, you need to go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. And just for $1 an episode, you get non-political, non-politics-oriented <laughs> shows. Okay? No, no ads. No ads. No politics. And we've just started doing an even extra show for the $2 and up tier people. So you can pay $1 for one episode a week, an hour long, or you can pay $2 for two episodes a week, That's an right. hour long. Yep. Um, we also got a postcard from our sexy boo, Gemma, our British boo. Yep. She did um, gay guys and their feelings about Brexit. It was wonderful and soothing. I say fuck ASMR. It needs to be Gem SMR. <laughs> Gem SMR is the new ASMR for 2019. Oh, I mean the the soothing voice that she, she has. She needs to take over this podcast. Just tell us all everything's going to be okay. Seriously. Even when she was reading people, she was doing it in a oh, it was in a in a just a it was soothing. It was a comforting tone, the one that you would want when you're laying in bed sick. Yeah, and somebody's just like, no, everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> and here we are. I'm not doing your voice good, but it does. It was it's of a lower register. Yeah, we love. Yeah, we loved it. Yeah. Um, and she sent her picture with her baby, our baby, <laughs> baby <laughs> and the dog baby and the cat baby and the husband baby. But the baby baby is just our baby. Yes. The and baby Gemma. baby. Gemma right. and the baby are ours. <laughs> OK, read. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Hey, Julie and Brandy. Here is my little family for the drug den. From top left to bottom right, there's me, Gemma, baby Penelope, Lila the dog, Sid, and Marcus the cat. My husband, Sid, doesn't listen to the show, but I needed four images for the postcard and was originally planning on adding an otter <laughs> I met at a sanctuary, but then they don't listen either. So I thought he deserved it a bit more than the otter. Plus, a girl he dated before me said that he looked like a young Tim Curry, which I thought you might <laughs> enjoy. Love you, sexos. He's allowed to be on the drug den board because of that. Yeah. Plus, the name Sid is cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Now, Gemma has um, her baby has the same name as Courtney Kardashian's daughter. And <laughs> now it's like, does she go by Nelly? Does she go by Penny? Does she go by P? Mm. Because Penelope Disick goes by P. I want to say that the pictures she has of the animals are like pretty funny pictures. Yeah. Like, well, Gemma's funny. Yeah. The do they both look like they're caught at something <laughs> you know I'm what i sure mean they are like they're both calm yeah the one of the cat is pure calm it's amazing pure it really pure is yeah. we love you Gemma. thank you for your contribution you can give your gay feelings your gay straight feelings any <laughs> anytime yeah um but meow meow we thought it was over we hoped it was over we wished it was over but you did get one last <laughs> birthday gift now 
we got Julie got a birthday gift, but I guess it's to both of us. But he wanted uh-huh. to send it for your birthday. So my gay husband, Richard, I always mention him on this podcast. He was there when Julie and I met. I was went on the cruise with him and someone I now hate. Right. Her name's Nicole Payone. Because the reason I give her name is because everyone fucking thinks it's Kate. Right. And now I just got to start doing right. Nicole. Right. So because um, that's what I hate. So. Richard's still friends with her though. You know, Richard, what you could have done for um, Julie's birthday? Stop being friends with Nicole. <laughs> so he sent, he he recently joined the Patreon. That's what a good friend he is. And he, but he already listened to this podcast. And this guy's, he is the sperm we will take. The, speaking of right. loads. Yes. He's the sperm we will take when we implant it into a Japanese woman <laughs> um, for our baby. Right. And the guy's IQ is through the roof. And the fact that he, what listens to this podcast at all is already it's got a full head of hair he's a fucking silver fox mm-hmm. he's a super handsome mm-hmm. huge dick <laughs> and he and so we we always talk about him and we always talk about his huge dick and we always talk about his huge load huge load <laughs> and he is the original loads manager wait load, engineer lo- well he's and by the way um k tiv he was so into the loads engineer because he hadn't he hadn't. He didn't listen to the. He hadn't listened to the Patreon, so he didn't know anything about the loads engineer. Mm-hmm. And because of the loads engineer, who's K Tiv's husband, yes, Richard joined the fucking Patreon. Amazing. See, see what happens. <laughs> loads attract loads. Loads attract, attract loads, loads. You know, loads attract loads. So, so. He, he sent this gift, and um, we're gonna read the letter because you know <sighs> Richard is a, is a part of our family, and um, he's a writer, and the letter needs to be read. <laughs> okay, dearest Julie, on your birthday. Once you open your box, in quotes, uh, all will become clear. So there is a box. We opened it. And it's... And what it is, is uh, it has two baby bottles on the cover right. of the box. And it's very heavy. Very heavy. And the bo- the baby bottles um, appear to be s- silicone in nature, the bottom, uh, rather than right. hard. Mm-hmm. And there's, it shows two women women's hands holding... Gently holding the silicone. Yes. Uh, cones. Yes. Yes. And on, he has now taped <laughs> loads over where it said, who knows? But now it says <laughs> loads bottle, and um, in the perfect size font. Yep. Um, and he has taped Kimberly Guilfoyle <laughs> and Lara Trump pictures yes. over onto each of the bottles. Right. And then on the back. He has a picture of Sarah Huckabee Sanders <laughs> with an annoyed look on her face. And it says, the whole Trump family enjoys loads. <laughs> <laughs> when a pearl necklace isn't enough, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, ex-loads engineer. <laughs> She's in a pearl fucking necklace. And, and he has another, a classic picture. It's a classic picture. I'm sure many of you have seen it. Of good old Kimberly Guilfoyle with her zip-up sports bra and her oh, huge tits. God, and sunglasses. And her tragic and just... 90s sunglasses. When you lift the box open, there, there's a picture of Omarosa on the inside uh-huh, cover. There she is. <laughs> Omarosa. Yep. And, and she has a quote, too. And her quote says, so many loads, I lost track. <laughs> Omarosa, career, career still loading. <laughs> I mean, okay. You are not only the reason for this gift, but you are its very inspiration. Many dozens of podcasts ago, you were mentioning the opportunistic blow-up doll known as Kimberly Guilfoyle. About the time she switched political horses from the SF stallion Gavin Newsom 
to the nightmare that is Donald Trump Jr. Somehow the idea of loads came oh, up. Oh, it was a pun. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Good one, Richard. Idea of loads <laughs> came up because of how thirsty she was at Fox News. And then you imagined her feeding herself loads <laughs> from baby bottles. <laughs> I mean, although it may have been irrelevant. <laughs> She's a aside. baby. Bottle. It was a baby bottle full of loads. I feel like I mean, and I don't I couldn't possibly even remember saying that, um, although it may have been a relevant aside from a larger topic. It lived large in my mind and lived there rent free for months. <laughs> Basically, this is an idea you quickly spewed only to seed and impregnate my fertile imagination. Ergo, the collective mother load you now hold in your hands. <laughs> It's filled with puns. That's how good of a writer he is. God, he's good. It needs to be said I did a good deal of online research. The bottle needed to have certain elements like feel naturally breast-like and be attractive enough to display next to your bathroom or kitchen sink. Oddly, the market is flooded with hard plastic bottles, but they are too much like Kimberly's fake breasts meant for show. I was looking for something that could have multiple applications, but still remind the user what a come-hungry climber Kimberly is. <laughs> <laughs> they had to not only be soft and enjoyable, but practical. Kristen Stewart's breasts during her twilight years, for instance, or Yoko Ono's circa 1968. These realistic desires do not come cheap. There is a price for natural latex, but I was willing to pay. I could have bought them off the evil Amazon for a full $3 less, but I needed to pick them up and hold them. So I headed off to Target where I was able to touch and evaluate many different bottles side by side. I should mention here, my fear of in-store shopping lies mostly around being adjacent to or in the same aisle as any other shopper. <laughs> I have very strong feelings of how the store should technically be closed to all other plebeians whenever I need anything. I actually get silently angry at anyone who crosses my path with a shopping cart or who dares to stand next to or in front of me when I need the thing they also need. <laughs> now, can I tell you guys as a side note that as long as I've been friends with him and it is going on 20 years... He has sent me um, pictures of people in front of him in line at the at Target or the grocery store because he can't take it. He can't take it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I can't either. No. Or I also can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm when somebody's standing in front of the butter and I need to just get in there and you'd be like, excuse me. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. You're shot. You don't know what you need. Yeah. Stand there, back then. It's there's just get a yogurt. <laughs> just get one. Yeah. But nothing compares to the rage and shame I felt at being in the baby bottle aisle with an Indian couple looking for a breast pump together. I was already feeling like a 52-year-old pedophile hanging out by the monkey bars, so the horror of realizing that a husband and wife must be must comparative shop for a breast pump made it difficult to focus on my mission. <laughs> but I persevered, and my gut for au naturel was spot on. These little numbers are truly enjoyable to fondle and squeeze, and even reminded me of my high school years when I found breasts a fun distraction from whatever job was required down in the devil's triangle. Richard's gay. That's why he's my gay husband. Right. And I want everyone to know that one day we were working on a commercial together and I drew a diagram to show him where and what a clit is. I guess he knew what a clit was, but he didn't know where. And I, and this motherfucker dated women all through college. <laughs> so whenever anyone goes, he's uh. straight, I go, give it time. <laughs> Richard dated <laughs> women all through college. And a many, many a woman went with faking an orgasm on that call. Mm. Next, it was um, onto the soap aisle 
where I was then stuck with two other women casually smelling different liquid soaps as if they had nothing else pressing on a perfectly fine summer day. Little did they know their new soap aisle friend was on the hunt for a specific brand with the color and viscosity of healthy white sperm. I knew deep down liquid ivory soap would be the winner, having had experience with both liquid ivory and many different varietals of loads. Soft soap with soothing aloe vera was a runner-up, but it had too much yellow. Never a good sign. <laughs> for reference and proof that it has that it is indeed ivory soap and not random loads of hustlers from Santa Monica Boulevard, I can send you a short vid of the fill-up, complete with hand pump, which you are welcome in turn to share with your listeners if they're interested in load crafting. <laughs> you should note that nipple, which is extremely supple and fun to pull on, has a tiny limited hole because it's designed for a mother's latte. <laughs> this makes for a lot of tugging if you want more than a drop of soap in any given use. I chose to leave the nipple hole as is, but you are welcome to play around a bit with your intended use. Maybe you'd rather an incognito vodka flask, vodka flask for your te- for your titos, or your <laughs> favorite perfume, Comme de Garçon. But if you enjoy pondering how Kim blows the glass ceiling off any occasion while you're washing your hands or face, let's not forget let's not forget Kim's facials. Then you might want to take a sewing needle or paperclip and brace for it. Work open the hole a bit more and let the load flow easier. <laughs> Quote, let your load flow like a mountain spring. Lastly, I'll mention the craft and labeling section to target needs help. The buyer is either too straight or doesn't understand my crafting needs, and the labeling <laughs> options are tragic. Also, nothing sticks properly to latex. So while I did label them Kimmy's loads, and because like you and Brandy, she and Lara Trump are almost sisters, Lara's loads, I included extra labels so you can personalize and change it up depending on mood and season. <laughs> I wanted to buy you both bibs as well as to limit any load splash, but I didn't have your neck measurements. So instead, I got you super cute baby washcloths with little foxes because I know you both enjoy tiny animals. They were even made in your favorite country, China, so you can go around back and scrub your starfish for that truly ancient Chinese secret. Here's hoping you get loaded on your birthday and get loads more presents. XOXOXO dick. Oh. Okay, let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. This week, the Eye of the Shitstorm is hovering shittily over Atlanta, Baltimore, Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, <laughs> New York, and San Francisco. Because, thanks to an executive order by Trump, those cities are currently being raided by the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, also known lovingly as ICE. ICE. Not Ice Cube, not Ice Tea, just ICE. Not Ice Ice Baby. No. I not, wish it was. No. <laughs> Can you um, imagine if they were like... Not Ice Cream. Knock, knock, <laughs> knock, knock. Ice Ice Baby, yeah, let us ice. in. You're like fuck. Shut the door. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Don't ruin ice for us, please. No. Just don't. Don't. So New Orleans was supposed to be on the list, but since our beloved home away from home is currently being flooded and destroyed, their ice officers opted to keep themselves safe rather than go out and risk their own lives to ruin other people's. And on that note, even though we know that the New Orleans thing, it did get moved up to being a hurricane. Yeah. Um, but it ended up not being as dramatic, dramatic as they predicted, right. as it always, always is. But we still hope that um, Andrea, I still don't know if it's Andrea or Andrea, but we love her. She got the little cake with the little baby uh, in it. Yes. Um, 
Jim and Scott, Alex Beard, Arbu, Penny, <laughs> and her coworkers, Ariel Androgyny, um, and his gay moms, mm-hmm, yeah. the Uber driver we had fried chicken <laughs> with at 6 a.m., and all the wonderful, gorgeous celebrities we met in New Orleans. We hope you guys are all okay and safe and taking care of the best city in this Trump forsaken country because yeah. we. We we don't we'll still love New Orleans even if it's under swamp water. You can still have a cocktail. We'll still go the there. The origin of cocktails. That the origin of cocktails and parish. We will go to any parish. We don't care. Any parish. Any any parish. So the shit's getting raided. The shit's getting raided. <laughs> the shit's getting raided. Is getting. Uh, speaking about things that are um, overblown, out of proportion. Right. One likes to hear themselves talk. Trump kept saying for weeks, they're, they're coming. The raids are coming. We're going to deport thousands and thousands of people. In fact, there was something like over a million illegal immigrant criminals who are here <laughs> that have deportment papers. They're, we're going to send them back. We're sending them back. Well, Sunday was the big day. And right. That's when they also Greg Garino mm. took us to border security skew yes. last week. Uh-huh. He broke down the process of all the people who approach um, the American, the the so- southern border of America seeking asylum. So if you didn't hear last week, you should listen to that because it'll give you all the deets. Now, Greg, Greggy emailed us oh, yeah. right after and was like, the shit's going down on Sunday. Um, but did it, meow, meow? <laughs> it was like a, um, you know, they say the blue wave was more like a trickle or whatever. Yeah. And the shit storm is more like a, what would you call that? Yeah. Like a um, constipated turd. You know, like a turd fart. I mean, well, it's a shit storm because it's really what it's done is whip up this conversation. That's, that's the shit storm. And it's yeah. it's got so many like aftershocks are happening. I would say that it was like if we were talking about it as an earthquake. Yeah, it would be like a level whatever four or five point oh earthquake with even bigger aftershocks. Yeah, because the aftershocks are. Like, we can't believe we're still dealing with these people in the in cages with children dying, people getting sick. These places are. Uh, uh, and there's off- actual conversational offshoots. Yeah. So. um. But there were. But yeah. No one in L.A., you said. Uh, as of six hours ago, not one arrest was made in L.A. that they there was none was, in Florida, none in Houston. Right. There was um, on the news this morning I was watching because I was like it was I was like, oh, my God, oh, like, oh, God, this is going to be awful. Yeah. And there was a guy there were it was one of those things where the news, the anchor in the studio is talking to the correspondent in the field. Right. Standing the, on the street. Right. And the guy's like, we're, we're supposed to start now at 8 a.m., John, and we're waiting here. We're expecting to see the worst. We don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be pretty terrible. And, we, and he's like, all right, well, we're here with you. Be careful out there. And then it was like, all right, check back in a little bit. An hour later, the guy's like drinking a latte. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, um, he's like talking about, yeah, I can't believe they lost, man. The Dodgers. Wait. Oh, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the street here. Just waiting for one um, sign. I haven't seen one ICE agent I mean, at all. Um, we don't really know what going on and they asked trump about it and he's like people came into our country illegally many were felons many were convicted of crimes many many were taken out on sunday you just didn't know about it Mm -hmm. right we just didn't know but they don't no one knows about it so either we're either looking at a situation where 
they illegally went in and ripped people from their homes right. and are playing it off now. Like right. there, are, there haven't been people that are like just blatantly abducted and rounded right, up right. and put into a bus and <laughs> right. drone driven across to Mexico and dropped right, off. Right. Or they're now they never. Julie thinks there it could be a thing where ICE agents went up and were like, "Hello, ICE agents, is anyone home?" And then they're like, "Nope, nobody came to the door." <laughs> like I don't even think they're that right. good of people. Do you? I I I want I was mad at first because I thought like every single ICE agent needs to call in sick first of all like every single one of them like they did at TSA even though some didn't but they yeah. needed to all call in sick and be like I'm not coming into work today but they didn't well since they didn't apprehend anyone maybe you're right right so then I'm thinking maybe now we know that just like police there's definitely meant and in this in this environment there's going to be a lot of bad apples so there's going to be like all white guys being like, I'm going yeah. out in my truck to get. I don't trust any of However, those kinds of people in uniform. They're no. all abusive. Yep. They're all drunk on power. Yeah. But and I, drunk, actually. Right. But I did kind of have a feeling that I, 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 I want to believe that they couldn't stomach ripping children from their families because ultimately that's what they would have had to have done. So they'd I have still, to live it, with themselves it, doing that. It's like going up to somebody who's made a life and has a house and you're going to go into someone's home. Like there's people at the like we need to be dealing with what's happening with these with the, the human rights offenses at the actual border. Yeah. Like I mean, going and taking people out of the comfort of their home. It's right. like, well, plus your people also, are fine. I also feel like, you know, when when Trump says that they these are criminals, they're illegal. There's a there's a point at which you go, OK, you know, okay, someone overstayed their visa. Someone um, had a kid. That kid's in a that kid's a citizen. That you know the whole thing with the dreamers and the whatever. But if if you know someone is working, paying taxes, and contributing, even if it's technically illegal, you have to be able to look inside your own self as an ICE agent and go like, this is just immoral. What I'm about to do, I can't live with myself, and yeah. I'm not going to do it. And I don't even want to deal, quite frankly. And I don't want the deal. paperwork. This is going to require no. But yes, if I'm going to go, and if there's an actual, but and but then when they go and they deal with like actual criminals, it's like if you're dealing with actual criminals, then there's plenty of American actual criminals who need to be dealt with too. So I'm not really worried. It's like once you get yeah. into crime, real crime, now I'm, I'm worried about crime across the board. Right. In addition to the raids, the White House announced Monday uh, a sweeping new asylum law, which states that immigrants who fail to apply for asylum in the first country they pass through on their way to the southwest border of the United States would not be protected by the U.S. Like, so if they have to go through Mexico first, they have to they have to apply for asylum in Mexico. Now, this will significantly affect a majority of asylum-seeking Central American families who are fleeing persecution and poverty who have tried to enter the United States at its southwest border, like I said, through Mexico. Right. So the rule is going to go into effect today, Tuesday, if you listen to this podcast on time. Um, it's one of the broadest attempts by Trump to restrict asylum. So, um, And it was announced uh, yesterday, Monday, after the president of Guatemala backed out of a meeting at the White House that had been set for yesterday where they were going to, because they were going to do this whole deal with Guatemala where they were going to be the safe th third nation where all these people from Central America could go to Guatemala. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, Guatemala all of a sudden was like, no deal. 
Yeah, no deal. probably because they were like, we can't handle this many people. We're poor. We don't have any money. Yeah. And also people are leaving Guatemala. Well, I think that Trump was, they were definitely going to give them some kind of money. But yeah. Oh. So Mexico then rejected, um, Mexico has rejected this new right. asylum of course, regulation. Of course. And they, uh, their foreign minister named Marcelo Ebrard said the measure will not affect Mexican citizens. Mexico will maintain its politics of asylum, meaning they uh, being a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know as stated in their constitution uh -huh. so meaning we will do nothing we will continue to rape be and corrupt, pillage and yeah be run rob, by gangs, rub our own citizens and be um bought off yeah be, yeah of course so they're trump's gonna say whatever he's gonna say about our policy and it's basically just like get fucked is basically what the <laughs> policy is get that fucked. is i understand i i want to be able to have like a f real objective opinion about asylum and immigration by the way they're two different things so when it comes to asylum i do want to to and i know this country we're overpopulated like all of it i know well certain but, cities are overpopulated yes so when it comes to asylum i don't know why there isn't a process a that's um more global so all countries that would be interested in providing asylum for anyone from around the world there would be much like a like a United Nations of an asylum United Nations where if, but if you enter the United States you then put your name into the global society of asylum and then you apply for asylum and one of those countries has to take you but it doesn't necessarily have to be the United States there's nothing um, unethical or immoral about having a tribunal or a process of trying to figure out if somebody a is um, uh, is approved of needing asylum or be trying to figure out where they can go if you don't have enough no. room in your country or that particular city then there but there there's enough room in this world for somebody to go to not have to go back to the country of which they're being murdered so or raped and certainly or killed all or whatever. of the americas including south all through the north and if mexico doesn't want to help then mex then we need to be telling Mexico to fuck right off well, yeah, I mean, you I mean, think sorry, that's why I'm saying you want to help then. That's why I think there should be like a United Nations yeah. de dedicated to just asylum. And also the other problem is there is it is absolutely unacceptable for the way that they are treating these people who are coming into the. I mean, and I don't even care if there's not enough room in the facility. There's a way to do it. And this is not the way you don't keep people in a room like that. You're not. I know that they're doing it for a reason. They're absolutely. They're trying to deter people. Right. And it's, it's horrific. Fucking disgusting and wrong and and then there's those uh, these border guys who are drunk on power yeah they're assaulting these young little mm -hmm. girls and they're freaking and they're power tripping on these guys and they have that stupid fucking facebook page right 62 of these um border security agents are being investigated for participating in like a degrading disgusting facebook group and it's like fuck you mark zuckerberg and once head. again there you are how having a place yeah. for disgusting people right. to get together and socialize exactly dick and the fucking head of um all of it is a woman awful i mean that awful. is when i see that women are involved with stuff like that i'm like why and why are they worse. not immediately fired like of course those jobs are underpaid mm -hmm. it's just it's just awful so Meanwhile, over the weekend, Trump tweeted about the four House members who said Nance, Nance Pelosi was singling out freshman congresswomen of color. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, and Ilhan, Ilhan Omar. Here is what 
His tweet said, meow, meow. Okay. So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all. Now, loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why won't... Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. <laughs> now that last sentence there was slightly amusing. It's, there's nothing to even be said about the tweets. There's just nothing. And I mean, I just, I'm half past give a shit with like any of this bullshit going down on Twitter. It's just yeah. so dumb and so tragic and nothing to even talk about. But the squad then held a press conference on Monday, yesterday, to address the tweets. Right. Tweets which caused more of a racial shitstorm than the fucking immigration raids. And the tweets came from the vibe of the raids it's like this right. whole you know obviously campaign strategy yes the xenophobic move right well once again trump is now going beyond just blaming immigrants for all of our problems on these um elected <laughs> american congresswomen and saying that they should go back to the countries from which they came literally when like, he's like Telling the people how our government is to be run, it's like they're part of the government. Yeah, so I think they get to say how the government should be run. Absolutely. That's what they're there for. That is what they're there for. So all four of the girls in the squad gave individual speeches at the press conference. Um, not, not one of them addressed those tweets right. until people from the press specifically asked about it. And then it was kind of just, you know, really lackluster. Like, I think they wanted to just they held the press conference, which was held because everybody was constantly incessantly asking them about the tweets right yet then they didn't address it because i think they wanted to just take the high road but i mean some of them responded to him on twitter they complete they all responded to him oh, on okay. Twitter. yeah and they that press conference in my opinion was about them being able to say publicly and on the record again that they want him impeached and they they all four said it we like them yeah they're new to the school so they're, they're freshmen. They're freshmen. They're also very women's studies, freshman college, you know, like oh, we like everything we think matters. And just like <laughs> we will not be denied one thought, one thought. <laughs> every thought is the right one. OK, like there's no compromise. So, OK, like I get it. And we do need that voice, that energy to yeah. challenge. You do need a challenge. And you and, and even for Nance Pelosi, it's like. The challenge is good. That's what government is for. That's what this country was built on. It was built on challenge. Everybody was about the founding fathers and the founding constitution. <laughs> they challenged the 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 um, absolute power that the king had, and then this country was made. So these girls are challenging the power that they feel is absolute, whether it's from Nance Pelosi or from Trump, and they're not having it. Okay. The press conference was... It kind of was a balloon. It was kind of a deflated balloon. It didn't yeah, really. Uh, um, oh, it was anticlimactic. The, the yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the message is good. There isn't one thing they're saying that isn't right. But at the same yeah, time, you kind of got to roll out and be like, um, he said I needed to go back where I came from. I came from the Bronx. Right. And he's if anyone and one person should have talked and just been like, if there's someone still left on the planet that doesn't see that this guy is a sexual assaulting, racist, lying monster, 
you look in the mirror and you will see looking back at you a sexual assaulting <laughs> racist lying monster and good night yep. wig and drop the mic and leave right. it's like that's it what he said was outrageous it was completely offensive it was shocking just like grabbing pussies and you better come out and be shocking and be like he's racist i hope he gets impeached or dies good night yeah. like right. straight up and they were more wanted to be intelligent and well-spoken and articulate and it was like we were snoring yeah yeah you know and like i said you know i guess if you're you might as well just have stayed low and went for him on twitter and said you know i can't wait until i'm looking at the back of your disgusting head (laughs) i cannot wait until you're done i literally never want to see or hear from you again and your time is limited buddy yeah so you can sit here and act like i'm not american all you want but you at the most you got five years and you will be so done and nobody will even let you in a restaurant except for in wisconsin dick (laughs) like start doing that do it. If you're going to play around on Twitter, then come for him on Twitter. But this yeah. bullshit where now you're you're all classy and it's just I don't know. It's just he's playing dirty. If you either play dirty or ignore him. Right. Exactly. Now it's time for Judge Julie. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley Ryder, for the gavel. Court is now in session. (laughs) Bailiff Brandy, it's good to see you. (laughs) You too, Judge Julie. Thank you. I like your new uniform. (laughs) Um, Everyone, 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 but the defendant, please sit down. Thank you. Today we are in McAllen, Texas at the Immigration Detention Center. That's right. So welcome everyone who has been kept out. And especially everyone who has been kept in. Now, I am not here to determine whether or not someone may enter the country legally, illegally, or whatnot. And I do want to say as a judge, I do believe in laws. And I believe as a person who has traveled this world (laughs) and experienced different countries and their weird rules, that every country, for the most part, is trying to make money off of foreigners. (laughs) And (laughs) And every country has their legal process by which you can become or not a citizen, of which point, in either direction, they will try to make money off of you, just like they're doing with these people. So, okay, fine. But... What's happening with this administration is clearly a fear-mongering ploy in order for certain whiteies to be making money off of non-white people, either trying to seek asylum or maybe they are criminals, whatever. Either way you slice it, I'm here to tell you it's a two-way street of criminality and you, our defendant for today, Vice President Mike Pence, are as guilty as they come. Do not sit! Michael Pence. Michael Richard Pence. (laughs) Mike Dick Pence. Now... Everyone in this facility has been given a chair or a couch, except this filthy detergent pod of a human being, who pretends to be clean and pure, but we all know is merely a turd wrapped in sheep's clothing. Vice President Mike Pence, remain standing. You are on trial today for crimes against not just my eyes and ears, 
and the country in general, but to every human being captured in every immigration detention center around this country. You are also on trial, and I don't mean to ruin the outcome of the ruling, but guilty of crimes Mm -hmm. against Christianity and anyone who takes religion, but particularly your religion, seriously. You are a fake, a phony, a liar, a user, an opportunist. You're the worst kind of Christian, the kind that isn't Christian. You're selfish, (laughs) you're selfish, self-righteous, self-important, egotistical, arrogant, self-serving, while hiding behind the cloak of kindness and of God's word. It was tender voice. You stand it. You, you in fact are not kind. You're in fact dangerous, ruthless, disturbing, and sycophantic. You are the thirteenth apostle, the one I like to call Mike Pence, <laughs> the one that none of the guys wanted to be around because you secretly were jerking off in a corner to Jesus, wishing it was you, but knowing the whole time you've never been that nice. And I'm not even into prophets. Believe you me, they have their own problems. And Jesus wouldn't fuck him with someone else's <laughs> dick. Exactly. But what you have is such a deep and never ending well of inferiority and the inability to change or recognize people's hurt or your own failings that you will continue to be a danger to society. And if I were Jesus and you were in my group, I'd dress you up in a Jesus costume and send you right out to the Romans. You understand (laughs) what I'm saying? Get on the cross. Everyone. That's right. And I am not kidding. What happened today in McAllen, Texas, is that you visited this facility. You stood here in front of just under 400 detained asylum seekers from Central America, mostly, who, according to Border Control, Trump, you and the other living cancerous ball sacks are here illegally or are criminals. I'm not saying we have room for everyone, but we certainly have enough money and resources since you're the one who wants to detain them so badly to treat them with a little fucking dignity. Instead, you put them in a cage room without air conditioning in Texas, where it's like a million degrees, no access to showers, sinks, enough toilets, chairs or beds. You stood there with some unnamed fat fuck redneck Trump jizz gobbler as you both looked around. And this is caught on camera. And rather than going to the men, going to the detainees, walking through the detainment area, looking at the facility closely. What did you talk about? What did you talk about? What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Did they talk about Jesus? No, they didn't talk about Jesus. No, no, no. Here's what we heard. Here's what we saw. Here's what they, oh, huh? yep, oh, yeah, see that? And then this is what you hear from the fat fuck. You hear, look up here is a watchtower. And if any of them get rowdy, we take them out. You are such a piece of shit. Wow. And this coming from me, believe you me, I've circled a toilet my own self. But you, sir, are the toilet, the shit, and the swamp. You claim to be a Christian? How? How do you reconcile being a Christian with no actual humanity? How can a pious, righteous, Jesus-loving, God-fearing, faith-based person such as yourself walk through an area with suffering, period, just suffering? You overlook it because you're an asshole and you're not Christian. You're, in fact, nothing. You, in fact, have no morality and no actual belief system. You don't care about anything but yourself and Trump's loads. You believe in your own power and your desire to become president. It is without a doubt, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you are guilty. And you do nothing for anyone but your own ego and your own self. And Trump, of course, who I'm assuming you secretly cut a piece of his tiny dick off in the night, and you have it firmly planted up your ass and mouth and ears and any hole that is open for being filled with the opportunity for your own power. You had an opportunity to do something. You failed. Here's what you had to say about it. And I quote, I wouldn't take the word of people being detained here in McAllen for how they're being treated. That's a quote. I saw you say it. God forbid 
They Oh, he went and did a press conference yes. about how it's fine. That it's fine. They it's have access fine. to food. They have access to hygiene. They have access to hygiene? He couldn't even breathe. He was like <laughs> pinching his nose like bewitched. Uh, exactly. The patrol agents and detainees are wearing surgical masks. Are you fucking kidding me? You know what you smelled. Sm- something doesn't smell like a swamp filled with shit if, is it, if it isn't a swamp filled with shit. Right. I can't with you. I literally cannot. You are the worst. You're worse than Trump. At least He's way worse than Trump because Trump doesn't walk around talking about how he fucking loves Jesus. Exactly. And that's what I... Exactly. Thank you, Bailiff Brandy. We're on the same exact level. He doesn't claim to be a Christian. When people say, oh, Mike Pence, he's a nice guy. No, you're not. You're no. weak and possibly Terrible. the biggest coward I've ever encountered in my lifetime. You got stupid <clears throat> dick number two brother involved, too. That's right. If Hitler was alive, you would absolutely been working for him. Whoever is in power is who you will suck up to. If someone is getting raped, you will stand by and watch the door. You will do the bidding of a dictator because you want to. You will justify any action with the word of God. So rather than waste another second on you, I find you guilty over and over and over and over again. You are guilty of being a fake Christian, guilty of being a sycophantic Joseph Goebbels to America's Hitler, guilty of treason, murder, arsony, drug dealing, manslaughter, Letter, third degree assholeness first degree everything there isn't anything you're not guilty of but worst of all you're so disappointing you're the reason people don't believe in anything and christianity and christians who try and want to be good get judged immediately because you're the first thing they By think us. of that's right <laughs> a judgmental immoral hypocrite who can't even be around women alone you are guilty of being alive so i sentence you to the following you must live in the detention center for the rest of your life <laughs> you will be like the phantom of the opera only you're going to be the Mike Pence of the detention center. You can carve out a place on the floor to sleep and live. And don't worry, you won't even be around a living, breathing woman. So you should be happy. I like to think of you as the new caretaker of the facilities. You won't be given fresh clothes, no toilet, no toothbrush, no shower, not even fresh air. You'll become the garbage that you are. You will have a saran wrap blanket and your boss will be named Jesus, who will only speak Spanish to you. And since and you he can love- fill up your daughter's. Well, they come and seek asylum that he can fill them up and look at you and laugh and talk to you in Spanish, but you can't understand it because you're not bilingual, you piece of shit. (laughs) You love Jesus so much, you can go ahead and watch Jesus's feet every day, just like Mary did in the Bible. (laughs) And to show you that I may not be Christian and I don't fear God, because why would God need to be feared? So, so dumb, so dumb. God should be loved, right? Isn't it about love? It's not about fear. So I pray for you. You're in my prayers. Isn't that what they say? So let's all pray. Let's go on a prayer walk. Oh, dear Jesus God and other God, may you watch over this useless waste of trash named Mike Pence and hit him with lightning bolts and stuff and rain on him like all locusts and circumcisions all the time. And may we all breathe a sigh of relief now that he is with other Jesus, Jesus. And we never have to look at his pinched nose and squinty eyes or hear his fake, gentle, kind voice. And may you, sweet, sweet God, Lord, cut off all his limbs so he's just a head. And then the detainees play baseball with it. And then his head becomes a statue where it's placed right in the detainment center where he'll spend eternity. (laughs) Amen. Kurt, Kurt, court is adjourned. Now it's time for Gay Guys and Their Feelings. Looking cute. And feeling cute. What you gotta do? Boy, let me tell you. You're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus. Every day. 
Now it's time for a new twist on an old segment. Instead of gay guys and their feelings, this week we... <laughs> okay, hold on. <clears throat> this week we have fathers of gays and their feelings, featuring my father, Dr. Leon Goldman. <laughs> now, this is Leon's first time being featured in this segment, though his handsome son, Adam, has done it three times, and his gorgeous wife, Phyllis... Has done it twice, ma'am. Meow. Meow. <laughs> yeah. Now, in fact, we should probably just officially change the name to the Goldman family's <laughs> gay feelings. They're not all gay, but they've all got feelings and they're all sexy as fuck. Now, I do say this all the time and the 14 listeners know, but I've got a serious affinity <laughs> for Leon. He's basically a less annoying silver fox and meow meow. <laughs> And I do like to imagine that he's a freak in the sheets oh with God. Phyllis God. <laughs> because Phyllis is a sexy little spinner. <laughs> now, I mean, I do like to imagine that our, all of our parents are freaks in the sheets. I don't just do that. But Julie's particularly are very sexy, both of them. I like to imagine my own mom is a freak in the sheets, but like with Clive Owen or Russell Crowe or something such as. But your dad has got a particular. You guys will see when you hear his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, they, I'm just going to think of for my own self that, um, you know, they do say that I look like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to Julie's dad's gay feelings. Dad. So as we were talking, um, a number of things. I mean, obviously you know that I can't stand the current administration. Um, and because of them and because of the Republicans in Congress, I fear for the democracy, our representative democracy and its survival, whether we'll make it to 2020 election or not, I think is up for grabs. But at least people are speaking up. Um, but one of the things you and I have been talking about is when people started complaining about they didn't like hearing the word concentration camp used for what was going on along the southern border. And as you showed on, on one of your previous uh, podcasts, that's ridiculous because they are concentration camps. I think a lot of people uh, conflate the concentration camps with the death camps. And while even Auschwitz started out as a concentration camp. It became a death camp, which was dedicated to the efficient murder of large numbers of people and disposal of their corpses. But most of the concentration camps were places where people were crowded together and poor food, if any food at all. There were health concerns. There were rampant diseases. Um, and that's just what's going on now. And guards who could be cruel, um, and that is what's going on. But for those, as we talked, that find the term concentration camp to be annoying, I think it may be more appropriate to call those camps gulags. It's appropriate, at least for this administration and his love of uh, his friend Putin. Uh, so, you know, these are gulags. They're um, prisons where people are kept, treated poorly, poor health concerns, poor food, poor hygiene, rampant disease, um, and I don't see them as any different than that. Um, the other thing that uh, people don't talk about much, but I think in the future, um, whether I'm alive or not to see it, 
we will begin to see a number of um, agents at these camps uh, claiming PTSD, and I think they will have PTSD. I think a lot of the guards are in a situation they feel like they can't get out of. They're in horrific situations. They see horrific things around them. And this is the setting for PTSD. We also have guards who are cruel and sadistic. And uh, it's easy for guards to become that way. That's been shown in a number of psychological experiments in the past. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but there was a famous uh, psychological experiment where they divided college students into guards and prisoners. And they had to stop the uh, study only after a couple of weeks because the guards had become so sadistic. Um, we are all capable of it, but I think for the most part, the guards in these camps are probably good people who either believe they're doing the right thing or can't find a way out of it, and they are going to end up with PTSD um, if they don't already have it. So that's it. Those are my two rants. If you don't want to call them concentration camps, call them gulags. They're horrific. Their uh, violation, uh, their crimes against humanity. This administration is committing on a daily basis crimes against humanity. I've never heard a sexier man talk about <laughs> gulags. You really are a chip off the old block. I mean, like, I have never even fucking heard the word gulag until you. And then, of course, he leaves one message and he said it. Um, he is, so he, first of all, he sounds a lot like your brother. Yeah, they do sound alike. Now, had you ever noticed that before? I hadn't really noticed that they sound that much alike. No. I wonder if, if Leon has heard Adam's gay guys in their feelings. I would assume so. I would assume he has. But um, I don't know. I'll ask him. Well, we need to know if he's heard your brother romance the light fantastic <laughs> with the fucking crossing of the Rubicon or whatever that was. But your dad is so great. Honestly, like. I was kind of feel like I was kind of saying that in the, in the shitstorm that they're they're totally the job that they're doing. They're totally underpaid as far as the guards. What an empathetic way to look at that and and see that. Yeah, they're being forced into a, where they they're caught between a rock and a hard place. They they're going to be they're seeing horrific things. They will have PTSD. And it's and like ones, being in the army. Yeah. There's one person who's getting off on it. Right. And then there's 10 people who are like, I just came for the free college. Right. What the fuck right. did I get myself right. into? One guy's like, I was eating a PB&J sitting at like <laughs> sitting on a rock a month ago. And now I'm in a room with 500 dudes right. locked into a cage. And I, I mean, it's like I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Well, they were probably used to like a regular processing of people that were coming in and they uh, it's just like how fucked up they're going to be after that and seeing those kids can you imagine being a guard with the one with the kids no and your dad is so right so i looked up i personally i always thought now obviously i know nothing and thought you know i'm not going to say this if your parents are listening <laughs> my thing about you know <laughs> about uh -huh, the holocaust uh -huh, but uh -huh. i certainly thought i always thought concentration camp meant death camp i didn't know that so i'm looking at the definition it says a place where large numbers of people especially political prisoners or members of a person of persecuted minorities are deliberately imprisoned in a relatively small area with inadequate facilities, sometimes to provide forced labor or to await mass execution. Um, so that's what's happening. Yeah. I mean, that is what's happening. I mean, they're not being executed yet, but, but they are dying 
And, and they're being forced into a relatively small area with inadequate facilities. And they are basically political prisoners is they what are. they are. Yeah, especially the ones that are coming to seek asylum. Yeah, well, those are the who we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So a death camp is what? Where they actually die. Yeah. And they, then what is a gulag? A gulag is a labor camp. So oh, it's a a, camp. similar to... I don't think we should call them gulags. I think we should call them concentration camps yeah. because that's what they are. They're being and, held there and like prisoners. Yeah. Gulag was in the Soviet Union. It's a forced labor camp. So similar to a concentration camp where but this was like a forced labor camp. Oh, so maybe he's just saying gulag might be more palatable because nobody can handle. Right. Concentration oh, camp. I it hear. Makes everyone think of Holocaust. Everyone think I of see. death camp. And he's probably right about that. You know we need I mean? to rebrand these things. Let's yeah. just give it a better name. Like, um, <laughs> right. you know, forced imprisonment. Right. Forced asylum imprisonment. Yep. Right. It's horrific. And uh, your dad's, you know, he's there. He's there with AOC. He and my, is he there is with there. her. He's Both there for the, her. My and he's parents there with her. went to a, a candlelight vigil a couple days ago. I mean, they are involved now. They are involved. They can't. My, every time I talk to my mother on the phone, mom, if you're listening, we end every conversation with she's like, all right, well, I hope this is a good week for you. And uh, <laughs> Trump should drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like we can only wish Trump will yeah. drop dead, and yeah. I hope we just wish your it. move goes well. Like yeah, don't send you know any I mean? people to Phyllis's home, <laughs> Donald. Um, well, that was wonderful, and um, quite sad, really. Yeah, it is sad because the whole thing is sad, and I think yeah, people aren't looking at it right, and he's absolutely right. And right. everybody just got, you know, their assholes clenched when they heard concentration camp. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold right. on here. Hold on. Right. And it's like, no, we're not going to hold on. Yeah. And who knows where it can lead. And, and it's people like, are dying, in fact. Well, that's what I said. People are <laughs> dying. And you don't know. And I wouldn't trust this administration to not um, then force them to do labor. I wouldn't trust them to say that they're now they're going to go do weird work. I wouldn't trust them that they wouldn't execute some of those people. I wouldn't. How do we know? And Trump is capable of anything. Awful. Just beyond. That is a crime against humanity. And that's where you go. This isn't about American, not American, country, not country. That's why I keep saying like there should be this is a global when people want to seek asylum. Everyone needs to be involved. Like you don't uh, you would hope just with just think of what it would what you would want for your own self this is one of those situations you have to think what you'd want for your own self if you were lost in another even just being lost in another country even if you were anything anywhere else in another country you would hope that there would be someone to just treat you with dignity and respect you don't you don't have to even let them in but you need in the time that they're waiting right they need to be treated with dignity yeah, well, and these people don't have a country that cares about them. No, and, they don't. You know. Okay, now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where I give Julie the job of finding something good that's happening somewhere out there on um, the xenophobic <laughs> political landscape. She hates doing it, and she probably feels like she should get the summer off like every kid we see <laughs> loitering and bugging on all around the streets of oh L.A. My God. But adults don't get summers off unless they're teachers or ski instructors. <laughs> and... <laughs> And we live in L.A. and don't have jobs anyway, so our life is like one long, endless summer that we spend at the pool, swimming in our T-shirts, eating corn nuts, and wishing someone would give us a ride to 7-Eleven. 
All right, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that moment for this week? I don't want to do it. I know. I don't want to do it. I'm telling you guys, you think I'm kidding around with this shit, but the bitch every day is like, there's nothing. There's just nothing. I, there just isn't anything for me. And there. then something will come on and go, well, use that. And then she'll be like, <laughs> and I'll hear, <laughs> and then I'll hear go, this is very short. And I go, fine. <laughs> it is. This isn't even a page. <laughs> fine. I mean, your Judge Julie was enough for, for us all. I mean, between Judge Julie and your dad, it's like Goldman's, God, are, this is very Goldman Goldman's are killing the game right now. So, But it, I think that having a Goldman contributor, so there's that, without, you know, you know that it, we'll have it well-rounded. The next, we're going to have your mom has to call in. <laughs> okay. To do a gay guys and their feelings, but it will be. Who knows? It'll I mean, be, Pam, Pam's more of a Patreon gal. Right. Pam's more of a Patreon star. Right. Um, so she she gets really like we get into her sexual business there. I know. Well, we're going to have to have my mom has to go on there and be like, I've never tried anal sex. <laughs> like literally, you guys <laughs> calling so up you, like, hey, guys, um, <laughs> she's had to go on there and give the official. I said, Mom, have you ever thought about it? Have you tried it? Have you had a finger? Right. And she has to go on the Patreon and leave a comment. So if anyone's interested in that. Right. You know, we don't force no, the Goldmans, not. but believe no, no, you me. <laughs> no, we are not doing that with the Goldmans. We are going to keep to goddamn gulags the, the and Chablinka and Rubicon. We don't do asshole fingering sex, sex time. We don't do any of that. We do not do that. Maybe so, get Leslie to call for her um, birthday. Okay, well, 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 yes. But we need to have the, the Howard side of things, family side of things. Okay, well, I was toying with... I was, it was hard and I had written this thing up, but I realized I couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. I was toying with just letting everyone know that eight men were gored in Pamplona this week with the running of the bulls. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah. That's they, fantastic. They did, did they die? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of even better because you want them maimed. Well, I, so and talk I was about like, PTSD. Well, the thing was, was like, oh my God, eight men were gored in Pamplona <laughs> with the running of the bulls. And I was like. <laughs> and but then I was like, oh, none of them died. Well, that's not really. No, I think it. that's better. So, yeah. So they're they're hopefully going to be maimed for the rest of their lives. Oh, they won't even be able to sleep without being completely like on 15 Ambien a okay, night. Good. They're going to imagine bulls gording them. <laughs> if that was even the word. Yeah. Well, as you all know, I hate animal blood sports and I live for a bullfighter death or a hunter being eaten or mauled or a radio. Oh, like when that guy with the bear. Oh, God, that was the yes. best. The one of the one of the best ones too, if you can look it up online, is a deer, um, like an ant, like a male deer, I guess an elk or whatever. I mean, just totally like beyond impaled, impaled this hunter, <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I could put that on a loop. Um, I just, uh, I even a rodeo clown getting thrown and stomped oh, on to death. Oh, that's the best. I live for rodeo cowboys can go by way of stomping too for all I care. Sorry, not sorry, not sorry at all. Um, but like I said, the men lived, but I like your take on it that they're going to be with PTSD for the rest of their lives. Um, so there is that. In other news, however, <laughs> that real really one. should make us feel good is the newest Facebook ruling. Now, if you didn't know, Facebook was under investigation for basically harnessing and using our private data in order to profit for themselves, and Mark Zuckerberg and his pirates were caught. 
Now, this isn't going to stop the juggernaut known as Facebook douchebook, but it's the beginning of what we can hope is a series of regulations and steps to block Facebook from stealing our shit and using it against us. And a series of regulations and stipulations that take their money and give us $1,000, Andrew Yang, (laughs) or pay whatever Elizabeth, every single plan Elizabeth Warren wants. I want Andrew Yang to run with Elizabeth Warren because we're the ones with plans. It's the new thing, you guys. Warren Yang, because yes. we got plans. Because that's got plans. their fucking twenty twenty yeah. thing. We get our, we each get our thousand dollars. Yeah, and this is the beginning of taking yo money, hunty <laughs> Mark Zuter Zicky <laughs> Buggerberg. <laughs> well, they were just fined five b with a b billion dollars by the Federal Trade Commission. Now. This year, they reported 56 b with a B billion dollars in revenue. So five billion may not seem like a ton. And in this Jeffrey Epstein age we're living in, where he has to pay 77 million dollars in bail, which goes directly to the state and we feel should go directly into the hands of all the women he fucked and raped. And then much like reparations should just be divvied up between all women. Andrew Yang. Exactly. Just but take I digress. all these people's money. That's right. I want Facebook to have to divvy up that $5 billion between any of us that use Facebook during that time. You oh, know, great. I don't get any of the money. Like, well, well, I'll <laughs> give you some. Like, when you get weird postcards in the mail saying you've been entered into a civil case if you use Los Angeles Water and Power during the years of 2012 and 2014, and you'll be receiving a check for $8 in the, in the mail for in 10 years. I always those? do those. Oh, yeah. I do them every time. It's like, did you have Sprint? I'm like, showed it. Yep. You can send me 20 bucks. <laughs> yep, I do all of them, too. So this may not seem like a lot, but it's a good start. And you know Mark Zuckerberg is dying. Five billion is a lot. If it's it, right, well, it's basically if it's fifty billion and five, that's ten percent of his. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's all like, Elizabeth Warren wants to take is one percent. Ten percent to pay a ten percent fine. That's big. Everyone's like, yeah. that's a slap on the wrist. I'm like, no, he cannot take that. No, he, he cannot. hates it. He hates it. And it's it. precedent. Precedente. Yes, that is. That is called El Precedente. Mm-hmm. Starry decisis. We learned it from fucking. <laughs> we learned it Bruce from Kavanaugh. We no, and we learned it though from um old um. Feinstein. Oh, right. She oh, was like, God. everybody says they're not going to do starry decisis, do. but they always do. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Brucey. <laughs> Bruce. Exactly. Well, we're I'm just thrilled that he can't sleep at night now. And that like, the gorded, <laughs> yeah. bull fighter. like the gorded. Yeah. Bull gourd men. But <laughs> in Pamplona. What kind of word is that gourd? Well, I think they <laughs> gutted. Uh, that's a good they? question. I don't know. Were but I like gourd. It. You love saying the word gourd. And gourd. then telling me gourd's like a pumpkin. Yeah, gourd is like a like a root vegetable, but it's like a pumpkin. I never knew it existed. I love Julie saying gourd, and I like the gourd men, so whatever. None Ugh. of them can sleep, and neither can Good. Mark. And he needs... The final thing is that the, the elk impales and gourds him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's on his to, land. Yeah, and he has to pay that money, and that alone should make us sleep better at night. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you all for listening. And thank you to the to those of you who have already pledged on our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. I know we bug on every single week and we will never stop until all 14 of you sign up 
There's no ads. There's no politics. Like I said, if you're interested in Pam Howard, she <laughs> she is one of the celebrities on there. We yeah. do get into her sexual. Uh-huh. We do talk about the sexual politics of Pam. Yes. <laughs> we do not have her call in. No one is allowed into the Patreon. It's just us two. That's true. But she does go comment yes. and she will answer any and all questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's absolutely correct. And she is a star. She is a Patreon star. <laughs> yeah. Um, though now I do want to hear her voice. I do want her to call in. We'll talk <laughs> well, about it. Well, I mean, it. you know her voice. I know, but you know. Yeah, you want them to we'll hear her discuss. voice. We'll discuss. Okay. Yeah. Pam, um, good luck to you, bitch. <laughs> Julie's going to make you call in now. We can talk about birds and she, whatever. <laughs> she uh, likes animals. Yeah. Well, she loves animals and anal and tequila. Just kidding. She's never done <laughs> anal, but she's thought about it. <laughs> it's never too late, Pam. <laughs> Uh, we are now offering a second one hour podcast for the $2 and up subscribers. So we invite you to comparison shop and see if anyone else out there is offering you two hour long podcasts per week for $1 each. When we get to 1500 subscribers, we're going to offer both of those podcasts for the price of one. Okay. So I'm telling you, <laughs> if you're on the fence, get on it. Cause the more people who sign up, the cheaper it'll get. And it's already a killer deal. And that is true. Okay. Yeah. It's basically a dollar a podcast. So you pay for however many you want. Yeah. That's it. Um, And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. (laughs) But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and xenophobic. Exactly. (laughs) Xenophobic. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. (laughs) Why don't you stay for the night? Or maybe a bite. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual 
Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 